Last week on Let's Talk Supply Chain, I got the inside scoop from Nitin at Pando about their supply chain technology and how they are building the world's fastest and highest ROI-driven logistics cloud. It was a great episode, but if you missed it, go and check it out over on letstalksupplychain.com, over on our YouTube channel, or anywhere else that you subscribe to the show. It was episode 273, and you are not going to want to miss it. Let's Talk Supply Chain is not your average supply chain podcast. We feature not just the top of the industry, but also diverse voices from within the community, new innovations, and the disruptors making waves in the industry. Don't listen to the same old, same old. Be sparked by new ideas and fresh perspectives only on Let's Talk Supply Chain. And now a word from our sponsor. It's time to take control over your supply chain with Cavallo. Cavallo is a distribution management solutions provider founded by an experienced distributor who spent two decades perfecting and optimizing Cavallo's high-powered user-friendly software. Cavallo offers the ability to have complete control of your process with automated workflows that offer business rules and alert logic that will streamline your distribution operations. Leverage Cavallo's state-of-the-art business intelligent platform that provides real-time intelligence of your customers' orders, alerting you if they are out of compliance or even better, bringing awareness to areas in your business that are driving exceptional value. With a data-driven approach to supply chain management, Cavallo enables a network of cloud, on-prem, and integrated solutions that offer a path to excellence no matter where you are in your technical journey. For more information on how to accelerate growth with Cavallo's business intelligent platform and its game-changing distribution management software, visit Cavallo, C-A-V-A-L-L-O.com today. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Let's Talk Supply Chain. Today, I'm joined by a company that is on a mission to make the world's streets and roadways safe, accessible, and useful for all through the power of self-driving technology. Any idea who it is? Well, I'll reveal them after the poll of the week. So the question we asked you, what was your biggest business struggle in 2021? 79% of you said logistics planning and delays. 11% of you said remote work management. 6% of you said other, which we will get to those comments in just a second. And 3% of you said virtual adoption. So the comments that we got, Heather said homeschooling my kids. Nathan said tight job market. Peter said, I hate to say it, but at time combating stupid. George, customers going overboard on vaccine requirements. Interesting. And Paul says, imagine all of the above plus mergers and integrations. Wow. So it sounds like a lot of you and especially supply chain professionals went through a lot in 2021. And I see that spilling over into 2022. So I can't wait for us to ask that question again, as we move forward through this year to find out what your biggest struggles for 2022 were. Well, we ask a question every single Wednesday morning on the Let's Talk Supply Chain LinkedIn page. So thank you to everybody who participated for that particular question. And we can't wait to see you back for the next one. 
So now back to today's podcast and which forward-thinking transport technology business is joining me today? Well, it's Argo AI. With a team of self-driven engineers, strategists, product managers, and more, from over 50 countries, Argo are utilizing self-driving products and services to transform the movement of people and goods, benefiting communities around the world and empowering both people and businesses to be more successful. Today, Laren McKay, Head of Business Development at Argo AI, joins me to chat all about the company, what they do, the landscape of autonomous technology, embracing a culture of safety, and why self-driving technology has profound potential to transform the way we live and more. But before we dive in, let's find out a little bit more about Laren. Laren is a high-energy leader with expertise in building first-of-kind partnerships. She has successfully negotiated a number of strategic partnerships for Argo AI, spanning technology licensing agreements and pilot engagements. In her role leading business development, Laren focuses on focuses on finding ways in which Argo AI's products and services can drive value for customers and creating mutually beneficial relationships. She's motivated by Argo AI's mission to make the world's streets safer, more accessible, and useful for all, and sees the opportunity for self-driving technologies to have a profound impact on businesses, consumers, and communities. Laren received a bachelor's degree from the University of California, Los Angeles, and a business degree from the Wharton School of Pennsylvania. So welcome to the show, Laren. Thank you, Sarah, so much. I'm so excited to be here and talk with you today. I am really happy to have you here. I mean, doing the research for the show was a genuine pleasure because what I can see, the way you all talk about what you're doing, I mean, the passion you have for the technology, the incredibly smart people involved, and the potential it has to really bring good is just, I don't know, it's heartwarming. It's a wonderful thing. And I can't wait to chat and tell everybody about what it is that you guys do. So let's dive right in. But before we get into exactly what you do at Argo, can we set the scene a little bit, bit, right? Like robotics, AI, and autonomous delivery are topics we see all over the headlines, but it's not clear what's real today. What does the landscape look like when it comes to autonomous vehicles? Why is this technology important? And why do you think it's a growing focus for retailers and logistics providers? Definitely. So I have been a part of the autonomous vehicle industry for the past four years. And what I can say is that it's really exciting times. Just to kind of set the context and an overview of the space, we are seeing a lot of investment in the autonomous vehicle space, and we are seeing a focus on a lot of diverse applications of the technology. And this is really ranging from autonomous delivery, autonomous rideshare, autonomous class eight trucking. But I yeah. think what's most exciting is that we are actually starting to see real deployments of the technology. And so for me, it's indicating that it's no longer in the future, it's happening today. And I've even seen this at Argo, we are serving real customers right now through our pilot programs. And so what I can say is that it's happening and we're super excited about it. And we can actually see the impact that we've been, that we're envisioning today. 
Yeah, and we're going to dive into that. I mean, some of the things that I've been learning about recently, um, we just did a survey of our community, and one of the growing topics is AI, is robotics. People want to hear more. They want to learn more. They want to know how it's going to help them in their business. The other really um, interesting thing was that I heard that Amazon just got a patent for a warehouse in the sky, which is going to be, wow. you know, there's going to be deliveries through drones and things like that. So, you know, with a patent being issued in that regard, I mean, things really are happening. And I think it's a really important time to be talking about this topic. So how do you fit in? What exactly do you do at Argo? And how do you help your customers? Definitely. So um, I can talk a little bit about who Argo is and then jump into my background and just set a little bit of context. So Argo as a company, we've really had a focus on building a scalable autonomy business. And so we actually call our core product the Argo Autonomy Platform. And what that does, it enables our partners to operate autonomous vehicle fleets for goods delivery and rideshare. And so why I think it's really exciting right now at Argo is right now we are testing in eight cities, both in the US and Europe. But more importantly, we've built a product that is really flexible for different vehicle form factors and applications. So right now we are looking at that goods delivery and people moving applications. So for me, what's really exciting is that Argo is really in a place right now where we are bringing together that technology, the operational footprint, and all of our commercial partners to really build a scalable autonomy business that does have the potential to serve really a broad array of customer needs. But specifically how I fit into this really exciting vision is that I head up strategic partnerships at Argo. And so ultimately, what my team is responsible for is really driving Argo's go-to-market strategy through those first-of-kind partnerships for commercial goods delivery. And so we have seen it to be a really collaborative process with our customers, creating relationships that drive mutual benefits for both of us, and then ultimately thinking about how we can future-proof their businesses. I love that. I mean, everybody who listens to this show, I, I say it way too many times, but collaboration is the future of business. And it sounds it like is. you're putting a focus on collaboration first, right? It's all about partners. It's all about us working together to solve for these complex problems that can be, you know, easily and innovatively solved, right? Definitely. And I would say for us in terms of the collaboration piece, for my team, it is really important that we understand our customers, their yeah. pain points, how we address their delivery gaps, and even talking to our customers about the supply chain from middle mile and last mile, we've heard that supply chains are getting more complex. Retailers and logistics companies um, are opening or planning to open urban warehouses to ultimately get goods closer to their customers, which yeah. then creates new delivery routes, when there's already a driver shortage. And so for me, that collaboration with customers is essential. So we can actually think about the future um, for, for supply chain and delivery. Yeah, and the efficiency. Yes. Like I just, like that just gets me so excited. I've been in this industry for a very, very long time. And so, you know, I used to type out checks on a typewriter, you know, and not that that has anything to do with autonomous vehicles, but just to show you how far we've come in technology world in logistics and supply chain, it gets me so excited thinking about the efficiency that it brings to what we're doing. It means that we can bring 
jobs back. It means that, you know, we can equip our people and our warehouses with the right equipment to really keep things operating at an optimal level, really. And so can you explain to us how it all works? I mean, I think you have lasers and mapping, all very complex. Can you talk us through it in layman's terms? Yes. So the simplest way that it was explained to me is breaking it down by first mapping, then sensing, then planning, and then acting. So I'll talk through each one because for me, it's really helpful to talk through it. So in terms of mapping, we have maps in all of the eight cities that we operate in today, both in the U.S. and Europe. And so our AVs use high definition maps, which give the vehicles a really data rich picture of all of the world's roads and includes features like intersections and traffic infrastructure. So once we start with the map, then we go into sensing. So if you look at an Argo AV, you'll notice that the vehicle is equipped with all of these hardware sensors. Like you mentioned earlier, we have radars, we have camera, we have LIDAR, and all of these sensors provide a 360 degree view of the vehicle's surroundings. And the reason that's really important is that we have advanced software that takes all of this great data um, and it allows us to sense and perceive the world around the vehicle. So we can look at things like cars, bikes, pedestrians, and scooters. In the AV world, we call this road actor. So once we sense the world, we then plan. So we wanna plan where the AV should go. And so we're taking into account all of the road actors on the road. So all of the pedestrians, bicyclists, mopeds, and we are determining where the AV should go next. What is the plan? And then lastly, the AV moves and acts. We send a signal to the AV to steer, brake, or accelerate the vehicle, all while considering all of the driving norms in each of our cities, and also ensuring that we are doing it in a natural way so that other road users know what to expect. And so all of that is happening at once as AVs move through the world. There's so many things to think about. There's so many moving parts when it comes to it. And it's, you know, crazy to think about that it's all happening all at once. But this is the possibilities, right? This is the innovation. This is the future of what we're looking at in logistics and supply chain. I mean, that's why we're talking about it today. But one of the key issues that I think our listeners are experiencing are interested in when we talk about things like AI is our relationship with people. I mean, we can't ignore the fact that logistics and supply chain is very people oriented, right? You don't just have these cars roaming around doing their own thing like you were talking about, but you also have people in the vehicles monitoring the system performance and teams evaluating all of that data to improve the technology. What does that link between people and tech look like? And why is it important to harness the power that comes from both, you know, working seamlessly together? Absolutely. I I think this is a really important question because people and how the technology work together is so important. And I think at Argo, something that I personally uh, really enjoy is that I often remind folks that this isn't just a robotics problem. We're building a scalable autonomy business and this requires individuals from you know, very senior engineers to amazing finance folks. And so this is personally why I love the AV space so much. But I think how we harness the power of people in tech, one thing that I often think about and the company often thinks about, how are we designing products with people and customers in mind? Right. And so for us, our key purpose is, how do we think about reimagining the human journey? So we're actually designing a product that meets our customer needs 
actually serves their needs and, done, and has done so in collaboration with businesses and end users. And we do that with all of the pilots we've been running, all of our employees who are in the cars every day. And so for me personally, it's really important that you know people in tech are coming together, especially in the AV space. Well, and I think, you know, as people, we have so much to contribute, right? Yeah. The creativity, you know, the strategy um, and everything that we can kind of bring to the table. And I think when you've got a combination of people and technology, I mean, you kind of can't lose, right? Absolutely. <laughs> I love that. Thank you so much. So let's dive into one of your core services then, right? Let's talk about autonomous delivery service, something that is going to pique the interest of nearly every logistician listening, I, I think, right? Because they are thinking about what can this do for their business. So talk, talk to us about that. Are you in middle mile, last mile, and where are you bringing that value? Definitely. I will say that for Argo, autonomous delivery service is a really important application. We actually have done a number of pilots, both in the middle mile and the last mile, and we actually see a lot of value in both. One area that I've personally been really excited about is the middle mile. And the reason being is we've actually seen a re or an emergence of what we're calling the urban middle mile, which okay. essentially represents that movement of goods between two business endpoints in an urban environment. And so we've actually heard this directly from customers on the retail side where they are actively planning or actually doing it right now, decentralizing their supply chain, really in an effort to get goods closer to the customer, which ultimately enables faster deliveries and meeting those uh, rising consumer expectations. And so as part of this change, we are seeing new delivery middle mile use cases between warehouse to micro fulfillment center even store-to-store uh, -store inventory rebalancing. And so wow. this is all happening in a time when we've seen the supply chain be stretched. And so we have seen this emergence of a new area or a new uh, world within Middle Mile uh, talking with our customers. Yeah, and that's really interesting, right? Because over the pandemic, we've kind of seen how some stores have become fulfillment centers right? Because now we're fulfilling client or customer orders from within the actual store itself. So that rebalancing piece becomes very, very important. So talk to us a little bit about the last mile then too. Yeah, I would say on the last mile side, this is absolutely an area that we have been exploring. Um, we've publicly been doing a pilot with Walmart. And so I would say talking with customers, I've seen that having that predictability, understanding when the, uh, you know, predictability, understanding when the goods are coming has been really important for the customers that we've worked yeah. with in the last mile space. And so I would say overall, the last mile and middle mile space are being revolutionized. And it's been exciting to see how AVs can fit into that um, in our conversations. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so what impact is that all going to have on the industry? Because we're seeing so much disruption still, right? The boom in e-commerce leading to more demanding customer expectations, whilst we're still tackling issues around efficiency and trying to meet sustainability goals. It's kind of a minefield. So how does that autonomous technology fit in and what part does it play in streamlining the industry moving forward? Definitely. You know, I 100% agree with you uh, with the changing customer expectations. And customers are expecting more from retailers. Yeah. 
And we do see autonomous technology playing a really important role, both in those efficiency and sustainability goals of the customers we've spoken to. I think from an efficiency perspective, one way that autonomous technology can enable more efficient business supply chains is also to enable more efficient workforces. And so what we've heard is that there are right now a lot of driver shortages impacting both those delivery schedules. And so we think autonomous vehicles can actually become that reliable driver supply to really meet the increasing delivery volume and demands. Right. And then taking that even further, you know, by automating the driver, business can, businesses can start to repurpose some of their existing workforce for more high value and productive tasks. And so we have seen this to be really important, but I would say the thing that uh, another point that our customers have come to us with is actually on the sustainability side. Um, Fleet owners, especially in our businesses, care a lot about sustainability and how we can contribute to their sustainability and environmental goals. And so we have been working with our automotive partners like Ford and Volkswagen and moving towards a fully electric uh, fleet future. So we've definitely seen AVs as a really important part of efficiency and sustainability for our businesses that we've worked with. Yeah. And everybody that we're talking to is about sustainability, right? They Mm -hmm. all have goals. They all have targets that they have to hit. All of the senior sustainability um, professionals are coming out and saying, guys, this had to happen yesterday. I'm not entirely sure why we're so behind, right? And so it's really important to be able to partner with somebody like Argo, who is keeping that top of mind to say, hey, we're here and we're going to help you reach those goals in a variety of different ways. And Absolutely. that's going to help them feel pretty, pretty good and pretty confident in the fact that they're going to be contributing to the sustainability um, initiatives that their company has put forth. Absolutely. I would say that sustainability is one of the top priorities in every conversation that we have with our customers. Yeah. yeah. Well, and we can't talk about AV right? Without talking about safety. And you say that at Argo, safety is your core value, which is great because new technologies like this make some people kind of nervous. But personally, you know, just heading out onto the highway and seeing other people's driving kind of makes me nervous too. So the U.S. Department of Transportation's National Highway Traffic Safety Administration Wow, that's a mouthful. (laughs) Estimated that 32,000 people died in motor vehicle accidents from January through September 2021. The highest number of fatalities during the first nine months of any year since 2006. So what potential do autonomous vehicles have to really revolutionize the safety of our roads? Do you have any stats or some predictions on that or even some information that you can provide to sort of calm some of the nervousness that's out there? Absolutely. I I think this is a really important topic. Um, I know for me personally, this is a major reason why I decided to join Argo and and be part of the broader movement with autonomous vehicles. I will say that for us, safety is a core reason that we did set out to develop autonomous vehicles at Argo. And I would say even at our company, the, the word safety is a larger meaning. It's a fundamental part of our culture because we are ultimately designing a driver that never gets tired, it never gets distracted, and it never drinks too much. And so it represents how we work each and every day. So it is part of our product development processes, our operations processes. But even more broadly than what we do within our company, one thing that we have found to be really important is actually engaging with external stakeholder groups. And so we believe it's not just, you know, 
safety for all road users, but also building trust with those stakeholder groups. And one that we've in particular spent a lot of time with is the cyclist community. So we actually have worked with the League of American Bicyclists to set out and develop technical guidelines for safe interaction between cyclists and AVs. And so we are looking to design a system that's going to benefit the entire community. And so I have found it, you know, within Argo, it's it's part of everything that we're doing. And it's not just how we develop the technology, but also how we interact with all of the communities, you know, community groups around us. Yeah, I mean, the fact that you got them together and <laughs> sat down with them and said, listen, this is coming. You know, there's there's not nothing we can do about it because it is coming. But we want to work with your group to find out how we can make the roads safe for everybody, but especially for your group, right? Because you're moving, you're, you're moving on the roads at the same, not at the same speed, but at the same time as the um, AVs as well. And so you don't have to do that, but you did. And you went out and sought them out and had a sit down with them to really discuss how we can move forward into the future and make sure everybody is safe. I love that. Yeah. Yes. No, we are. We're really proud of that in our, um, our collaboration with the, uh, with the bicyclist groups. Great. Well, I really want to touch a little bit more on your wider, wider ethos as well, because you do talk about your technology in terms of benefiting communities, right? You talk about mm-hmm. empowering people and businesses. What do you mean by that? And why is that mission so important to you? It certainly seems to set you apart from other high-tech brands that don't necessarily appear to be so community-focused. Definitely. I do think it's really important for us to be First, empowering people, the consumers and businesses. I do think from a business perspective, such as retailers, our autonomy platform does bring the promise of being able to meet those rising customer demands and providing those data insights to improve transparency, traceability and predictability. But ultimately, it's enabling businesses to put their customers first. From a consumer perspective, we are really our goal is, is to provide optionality enabling greater accessibility, and ultimately providing a predictable and safe ride. But we wouldn't be able to do all that without really focusing on the focusing on the communities that we're in. And so I would say community-driven development is absolutely a core focus for us. So at our company, we have built community advisory boards in each of our launch markets. And each of those boards uh, have are very diverse, have local stakeholders, city government officials, nonprofit stakeholders, really with the goal of understanding how Argo can meet the transportation needs of a given city, educate them on what it means for Argo to be testing in their city, and really pave the way for how business and consumer adoption ultimately can be part of their community. So it's absolutely essential um, that we do engage with communities, both at the community advisory board level. And then we also do interact with a lot of local nonprofits in the area as well. Great. And like collaboration and action really is what that comes down to. Um, And obviously going back to what we said about putting safety first. So you have big name partnerships with Walmart, Mm -hmm. Lyft. Are you best suited to enterprise companies or can you help smaller businesses? Is there a certain client profile that you like to work with? Yeah, what I'll say is that we are remaining open to all opportunities and potential customers, so both enterprises and smaller businesses. I think one thing that's great about working with enterprises and partners who do have that scale, 
For example, Ford and Volkswagen, we can actually drive down the cost of autonomy, which is going to enable smaller businesses to be able to take part in autonomy services. In terms of the ideal profile, for me, it comes down to really two key factors. One, finding customers who are willing to closely collaborate with us. We want to be able to create solutions together. And then the second piece is is finding a, a partner who is aligned to our broader mission of ultimately making the world streets safer, accessible, and useful for all. So that would be the the key profile. I think one thing that's really important, though, and and personally what I I think is so important about Argo's business model is that it is flexible. We Mm -hmm. are able to support multiple types of businesses, including small businesses, depending on what that business needs. So for example, a large company may already have fleet management and maintenance, but a smaller business might need it. And so at Argo, what we're trying to do is making it easy, no matter what size of business you have, we're really trying to focus on what your needs are and go from there. Well, and thinking about it differently, right? Your larger partnerships, working with them to help make it more cost efficient for small to medium sized businesses. I mean, that is a mindset on its own. That's a culture on its own. And it just goes to show the type of people, the type of company that you're going to partner with when you do work with Argo. So I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. So paint us a picture of how you are helping your customers. What are some of the challenges that you have heard? What is the impact of your solution? Do you have any specific customer examples you can share? Um, That would be great. I would say one thing in terms of helping customers, and we've mentioned it a few times, is that we absolutely take a collaborative approach. For some businesses, they are just starting to understand AVs and they're not sure where to start. And so where we typically start is just listening to their pain points, cultivating those conversations and ultimately coming up with a solution together. We have heard several pain points from our customers. Uh, One of the big ones, and we've touched on this a couple of times throughout this podcast is the rising consumer demand. Consumer Mm. demand for delivery exploded during the pandemic. And we saw the pandemic actually amplify challenges in the supply chain, including shortages and labor inefficiencies. And then in addition to that, there's increased expectations for delivery speed and predictability. And so I've seen a lot of businesses rethink their go-to-market strategies, how they can get products to customers more efficiently, and also how they can enable an omni-channel experience, ensuring that the products are always where customers choose to shop. Um, and so those are some of the, a couple of the pain points we've heard. I, I'm happy to walk through an example actually with a customer that our team met with last week and kind of talk through, you know, the use case and how they've been thinking about AVs. Um, one use case that I, I think is really interesting, and we talked about it earlier, was the store-to-store rebalancing. So we're actually talking with a retailer who is collaborating, we're collaborating with, who's very focused on this omni-channel retail experience. In other words, they want to provide a consistent experience across all of their customer touch points and ultimately enable their customer to get an item where they want it, when they want it. Mm -hmm. And so this new use case of like buy online, pick up in store, they want to make sure the customer can go to any store they want to go to and pick up their item. And so right now, talking with retailers, this use case is primarily performed through ad hoc human driver moving from driving, you know, merchandise from store to store. Right. And so we're actually thinking about from an AV perspective, when you do need to that, do that store to store rebalancing, 
you know, thinking about how AVs can best support this experience and how it can make it easier for a business to flex up and flex down for that store to store rebalancing use case. I that is such no. a great example. <laughs> I know that there are stores and retailers that are really looking into this closely. I mean, Customers want to be able to, like you said, purchase online and pick up in a store near them, or maybe they're going to be in another city that day and they want to be able to pick it up there. Or maybe it's a drop, you know, a a drop shipping location where it's a box where they have, you know, a mailbox that they can go and pick that up. I mean, there's so many different options that retailers are challenged to offer, Absolutely. right? Because mm-hmm. we know as logistics professionals <laughs> how crazy and complex that could be. And so just to have some relief and have a partner that can be like, no, wait a second, you don't need to do it that way. There's an easier, more efficient, better way of doing things. I mean, you must just be getting some amazing testimonials. We have. It's been, it's interesting because even a year ago, this sort of use case, what didn't come out, it really, the pandemic Right. Enable these new use cases. So it's been really exciting to talk with with customers. Amazing. So finally, then, what does the future hold for Argo and for autonomous vehicles? Yeah, so I would say exactly where we are today. I see it really as the beginning of understanding how autonomous vehicles can reimagine mobility. Just last week, we launched driverless on public roads in Miami and Austin. We're doing wow. all of these amazing pilots. And so where we're headed to next, you know, in in my world, in the business world, we're going to continue to scale, get new cities, new vehicle programs, new use cases. But ultimately, what's really important is that we continue to really build those meaningful relationships with customers so that together we can come, come together and reimagine that human journey that ultimately we all care about in our communities. Yeah. And the future of supply chain. That was really eye-opening and so exciting. We haven't actually talked a lot about autonomous vehicles on the show and it's a really exciting area. I mean, the potential it has to help transform supply chain is huge with last mile delivery around efficiency and customer satisfaction. And of course, with sustainability, where everyone is looking to reduce their carbon footprint and meet ESG goals. But it's also been really refreshing to talk about community as well, not just our supply chain bubble, and look at how this technology could really make the world a better, safer place for us to all live in. I mean, I'm really looking forward to seeing what else is to come. And if you want to find out more, you can check them out over at Argo.ai. And a massive thanks to Laren for joining me today and to the team at Argo for making this episode happen. Thanks so much for being here with me today. Thanks so much, Sarah. It was great. What are your business's supply chain challenges? Too much inventory on hand? Too many disruptions and stockouts? Are there too many steps and touches involved? If you have a vision for improvement, Fastenal can tailor a solution to help you get there. From automated bins that monitor your inventory 24-7 to vending devices that let you control and track the products that keep your business running. Fastenal has the ability and experience to help your supply chain. Go to fastenal.com forward slash LTSC to see how they do it. Fastenal, where industry meets innovation.
If you would like to hear more, we have plenty more podcasts for you featuring the best and brightest in the industry. Head over to our YouTube channel or our website, letstalksupplychain.com to check out the latest. Plus on our website, if you have a supply chain challenge, we've most likely had the solution on our show and you can find out more about them and how they can help you with their solutions on the podcast episodes. So use the search bar on the website, put in the keyword, and those episodes will pop up. And remember to come back next week for this month's episode of our Woman in Supply Chain series. We are featuring Amani, who is doing some amazing work within her community to drive business in trucking. And I can't wait for you to meet her. I can't wait to learn more about her journey. So I will see you all again next week. If you enjoy our podcast, there's a few ways to support the show. You can follow us. Follow us on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You could subscribe to our YouTube channel, Let's Talk Supply Chain, and subscribe to our newsletter where thousands of supply chain professionals are getting the information from us that you need to know in your day-to-day lives. Next, visit ships.com, that's S-H-I-P-Z.com, and sign up. There are so many amazing tools. One, so that you can get your freight rates for ocean freight and air freight. The other one is that you can actually trace those shipments using ships.com now. And so if you want to gain access to more choices worldwide and utilize the best of data to reduce your shipping risks, then you won't want to miss out on the ships platform. That's shipz.com. Go and check that out. You can also find some really cool merch and purchase our exclusive supply chain dictionary in our shop at letstalksupplychain.com. And we also have our supply chain dictionary for free. If you go to Let's Talk Supply Chain on Instagram and DM us talk one, we will send you that for free. Now, remember, if you want to be featured on an upcoming episode, go to Apple Podcasts and rate and review the show. Have a great week, everyone. Thanks for listening. And remember, ship happens.